0: That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And thanks for joining me again on the next episode of the Squash Squashmine podcast series. So as you can see from the title today, I've got an absolute legend of the game and really, really chuffed to have Kwama Zaman, on the show today. So Kwama was in that golden generation of squash. Jonah Barrington, Jeff Hunt himself, he gets talked about with those players, um, Gogia Ludin, and, and we, we, in this conversation, we talk all about those players. And he is the most fun, enjoyable, cheeky person I think you're going to come across. I was laughing about his stories of the tour, what he was telling people in the press, what people were telling him about things. And we just spent a wonderful hour reliving some of these stories of the golden generation of squash. So Kwama got to world number one and won the British Open title in 1975, where he beat Jeff Hunt in the quarterfinals, uh, Hidi Yohan in the semis, and Gogi Aludin in the in the final. And we do spend quite a lot of time talking about this. We reflect on the mind, the mental state, how he thought about his game, how he tried to play the game, and he just tells these wonderful stories in such a beautiful way of when he was a child and how much dedication and time he, he spent on court would go down and get broken squash balls and put a little bit of, bit of tape on them and he'd be practicing his touch and his short game and working on those volleys and all of that stuff that he shared with me today started to come to light later on in his career when he started to become really successful get his world ranking up and you know eventually become world number one and british open champion he's very big on discipline on habits and as you can tell when you start to listen to this he is really passionate about this we do have a bit of a discussion about the current generation and um i think he reflects on uh they are the world champions at mobile phones (laughs) and i thought that was quite a quite a quite a cute little way to uh, describe it um but yeah just just to be able to sit down and have this this chat with with someone of this stature and this nature very kindly giving his time um i think we timed it perfectly because as as we finished it was definitely his bedtime and i think he he made sure he let me know that um <laughs> he very very much goes to bed at the same time every day and wakes up the same time every day so i think you're in for an absolute treat i just finished recording it and absolutely buzzing um, like i said laughed many many times um, one of the most enjoyable podcasts i've done to date so far and, you know, not just because of what he achieved in the game and how he moved squash forward and inspired future generations of Pakistani players, but just because of the person he is, really humble, really grounded, still goes down to the courts every single day to, to watch squash, to try and mentor his players. He loves the sound of listening to that ball hit that wall. And um, a real beautiful man. And I just feel 10 times more respect for him after this conversation. So please sit back and enjoy my conversation with Kwama Zaman. Hello, Kwama Zaman, and thank you so much for joining me today. It's, it's a real honor and a very big treat for, for me to have such a legend um, of the game talking about squash today. But I think a very good place for us to maybe start would for for you to share maybe some of your early memories about squash as maybe a child and, and how you how you began and got into squash yourself.
2: Well, thanks very much, Yasi, to take me to this interview I will tell you that squash is my family game. My uncle, Aftab Javed, was a world amateur champion, British amateur champion, if you knew him. And we belong to the same family as Hashem Khan. Uh, this is one family. And my father, my grandfather, was first of all India champion mm-hmm. before Pakistan. Uh, Zain, his name was Zain Khan. Then my father was a good squash player. He was, he was coach i was i i was born in quetta in mm-hmm. balochistan uh, because my father was working there in staff college quetta okay. as a professional tennis and squash tennis and squash coach so i used to go with him and i used to play tennis with him okay and my tennis was my tennis was very good and one day my uncle came aftab Javed, to quetta and he told my father that he's playing tennis but he's playing tennis like a squash okay from back of the court he's hitting a drop just to the <laughs> n- drop to the just net ball just drop to the net so close and so i even started tennis squash both tennis squash both because i was tennis player and i had a very nice hand uh, mm-hmm. overhead um, volley shots so that tennis helped me in a squash because volley, I was taking volley, and mm. once you take, you play squash, and you take volley. You no, know, you are this is your big advantage, you know.
0: It is, it
2: is. And then I started playing when I was about uh, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I used to play. I won the junior championship at about thirteen year old. Then I was started uh, going to school and come back. But I start really very hard work. Okay. I used I remember when I was in class sixth. I used to go for running and I used to run every day. There was no holiday, no Sunday, no Monday, no Every day I ran. I think I was I was running maybe uh, I never took a rest in a year. Wow. That was wow. that was oh, not I was mad. I was uh, I loved squash and I say, I will work hard. But that time when I was working hard, I didn't know it that I will become a world champion. But I was, because I was, uh, I was very, taking a lot of interest in playing squash. Mm-hmm. So I worked hard. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the near my house. There was uh, army squash courts. I used to go there and I used to practice a lot. And most, most of the time I was using the burst balls because ball was, my father was, wasn't, he could not afford to buy every day. That time ball was very cheap, but he say, I couldn't buy wow. every day one ball of squash for you. <laughs> so I was, I, I just picked the balls from the people who were playing there and I put sticker on that tapes, tape. And then I used to play very slow. I used to stand uh, very near to the board and mm-hmm. I used to hit drop shots. Wow. Right, back and right. And that drop shot I used to hit for hours. Amazing. At least two to three hours a day I used to go for my self practice and not even, not tight length, only drop shots. Wow. Both right, left, both sides, right, left. And I was trying to invent new new style that i what i what i can do i can i can i, I used to hit ball high and mm-hmm. then i
0: go for kill
2: i mean i worked like mad
0: what it was just, what, yeah, really what was, what was your inspiration who was your role model did you have someone you could look up to that inspired you when you were a young kid
2: yes my i was because my uncle, Aftab Javed, he was a British amateur champion that time. Mm. And Hashem Khan, I heard Hashem Khan. I haven't seen that till that time. Hashem Khan, I haven't seen Azam Khan that time. But my father used to tell me that I have played with Hashem. I have played with Azam Khan. And they were very good. He was very fast. He was very good strokes players. He uh, he was teaching me, my father, you go and you hit these shots. Go for reverse angle. Go for this sidewall. And he used to play wally, go play wally shots and go for drop shots. Okay. He used to, and I, whatever he was, my father was telling me, I was doing that with with (laughs) honesty
0: and dedicated. Amazing. Amazing. Do you think, do you think the kids of today can do the same? Or do you think that sounds very dedicated? No distractions from you. Very focused. What about today? (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, they will never
2: do it fourth of my, uh, what I was doing, wow. fourth percent. Mm. I mean, I used to do hundred, not hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. See, people are working hundred percent. I used to work hundred and ten percent, more Love than hundred percent. That, that uh, what I told you. See, unless, until you really, uh, the, you can say you should eat your your own meat, then you can go to eat uh, the <laughs> other meat that's how that I say you have to work very hard I love that. you have to kill yourself see now see if now we have worked so much hard and in the end so what happened I I, I have I, I went to my hips replacement because I use my the doctor was saying excess mm-hmm. use of leg excess okay. of leg we have we have given our whole life to the squash
0: sure Sure. Yeah, you hear the same things. Obviously, with Jonah, he's had to have both of his hips replaced as well. Obviously, with your story as well, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, jo- Jeff. Jeff did same thing. Mm-hmm. Jeff mm-hmm. was also trainer, hard trainer.
2: Jonah was hard, hard. I think. I think Jonah was a harder trainer than me. Really?
0: Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's yeah, lots of stories of Jonah. Thing, you
2: know, <laughs> uh, one day in 1971, Jonah came to Pakistan. And he won the Pakistan Championship. When he won, he went to the shower, he changed, he came in track suit, and he went for running. After finishing his match, wow. I told him, I was young, I, was, I played under 18 that time. Mm-hmm. So I told him, Jonah, you just finish your match and then you go for running. He told me, this is for next tournament, preparation for next tournament.
0: Amazing, See, and, and was that, that inspiration for that you?
2: This is the dedication. Mm. This should mm. be. This should be. These youngsters are doing nowadays. Mm.
0: Oh, brilliant. Well, hopefully the people that listen to this podcast and get the messages, they can be inspired by your words there. That's very powerful words. And um, so, Kumar, can you talk about maybe your early memories of your first trips going overseas? So, you know, lots of good squash, Pakistani junior champion, I believe. And then you came across, I think, to the UK and went to Australia. What were some of those early memories of that? Yeah, my first trip was to England, British Amateur Championship,
2: 1972. Mm Mm-hmm. When I went there, I played pre-qualifying. My name was in pre-qualifying. And I played pre-qualifying. Then I played qualifying. Then I went to the main draw. Mm -hmm. And reached to the final of British Amateur Championship. And I played final with Billy Redmond of Australia. Okay. And I lost to Billy Redmond in the final. 10-9 10-9 in the fifth game on penalty point.
0: Ouch. Ouch!
2: <laughs> that was a match. Longest match. And when I finished my match, I even I lost, I saw the press people are coming to me in the, and they were appreciating my game. They were asking me how you hit the shots. Okay. I was surprised why they're asking me how I hit the shots. Mm-hmm. That shot which the people were enjoying, that was where I told you that I used to practice with mm-hmm. burst ball slowly. I used to play slow, 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 slow so in at that time i I, I was playing wrong footed i I was playing wrong footed because okay. not left left, not right, forward, not even I was playing straight, and I was hitting shots one shot with five angles. Mm. See, it mm. was a dodge, dodge. My game was very dodgy. I used to <laughs> show my hand to right, and ball will go. Ball will go to the left. Love if it. I show my hand to left, ball will go to the right. No, my my like uh, mm. like Jonah said once in his uh, interview. You play with Zaman, and you will have an arthritis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant! Destroying, destroying all parts of the body with, them, with the ball game in yes. all the angles. Because, because I used to move player a tricky
2: way. Amazing. It was not simply that I was I was playing bang 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 bang. No, my mm. game was very, very much technical game.
0: Amazing, and so what, what, what? I'm hearing you say, you developed a little bit of that, or a little bit, a lot of that by yourself, just hours on court, working it, working it. What What do you think about the mind? Because that, for me, is is an like a, an avenue I'd like to explore with you. So the final of the British Amateur, you know, you maybe losing 10, 9 in the fifth. Can you talk about what was going on in your mind? Were you Were you positive? Were you angry? What What happens up there when you're playing squash?
2: Yes, you're right. See when I lost in the finals that uh, I, they have given a penalty against me on that shot. I was a knight. but, but I was not angry. Okay. I thought, I thought, if I wouldn't have made nine all, so that was, it was my fault. Why should I? I played lose games and went to the nine all. I mm-hmm. should have beaten him nine six, nine three, nine five. Okay. And so if it's nine all. It's luck he's lucky that he got uh penalty point. This is the game, see mm-hmm. and I have I have never got uh, in my career I never get angry. Whenever I get angry, I I was talking to the referee and I start to make my ananas in the joke. Okay, okay. Like like uh, I was playing once in the British Open. And there was a lady referee. She was refereeing my match. And she gave uh, let against me. And I told her that it is not let. She said, play on. (laughs) And the next point, she gave uh, a stroke against me. Okay. So I was was not saying anything, but I was like doing this. And she (laughs) said, what you are saying? I opened the door. And I saw to him and I'm just staring at her and she said, what is the problem? I said, madam, I want to invite you for dinner. Do you have a time for tonight? She said, no, I don't have time. This happened in the game.
0: Wow. Wow. I love it. Cause cause I, I reading about you, you sound like you're a very, very cheeky person and, and your character, I think a lot of people used to come and enjoy watching you play because of yes, your stroke play was, was amazing, but I think they loved your personality. So did you enjoy showing off your personality when you played, Squash? Was that a big part of how you like to play with your personality also? That,
2: that was my that that was my uh, style, you know, that was style like I was playing Hidi Johan in Bristol. Mm-hmm. Bristol final. I was playing with him. And uh, the about two all. It was about three all in the fifth game. And uh, I had to drop shots on the backhand corner. Uh, backhand corner. And uh, that uh, um, Hidi was shouting that he's he's touching me. Please stop him. He's Tell him, don't put hand on me. Rafi warned me. He said, Mr. Zaman, don't touch him. I told referee, you are telling me don't touch him. He's so big. Tell him, move from my way. He's in my way. So I have to touch him. (laughs) So he was very, he was very much angry, very much angry. And he looked at me like this. And he he, he, he used used to abuse me like in Urdu. He abused me in
0: Urdu. interesting.
2: And at one point, we had argument and referee has given a strokes to Hidi Johan. Mm-hmm. I told referee, I told referee that time, it is final of uh, Bristol Open. I told referee, I think you don't know the rule of squash. Okay. He said, yes, I know the rule. I know the rule. I say if you know the rule, tell me rule number 26, <laughs> paragraph B. What the rule says? And he looked at me and he gave stroke to me. He's, he make, he reverses the decision. Wow. He said, okay, play let. Wow, play let. I love that. <laughs> when he said play let, Hidi was so, oh, he was so hot. He started abusing a to ref. Oh my God, how can you change your decision? You cannot change your decision. Ah, this, 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 this. I'm Hidi, I that. warn you, don't move. Play on. Otherwise, I'll give Penalty against you, match against you. And when the match was finished, I was standing in the bar after my shower, uh, having this juice. The referee came to me. He had a a beer, jug uh, Mm -hmm. beer, and he came to me. He said, Mr. Zaman, you are talking about this rule number 26, paragraph B. What is that rule? I said, I don't know. I never read the rule. I was just (laughs) joking
0: with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because that was going to be my like question. It was like, did you know? Did you know the rule at the time? No, it was just me. You just put him on the spot. Yeah, yeah that's right. So
2: <laughs> I have, I have never showed my angerness. I have. When I was angry, I used to do these off kind of, and then, that. but I never, I never, I never lost my concentration from the court. When mm-hmm. I used to do these things,
0: I was still concentrating on the game. Okay. Mm, that's important because I you see a lot of players trying to maybe make a joke or getting angry but then their mind has gone completely off the court and they can't bring it back how do you think you had focus what what, 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 you know was this natural did you find it just quite easy to focus what what do you think about that concept
2: yes this was basically it was natural to it was my habit it was my habit because at home at home when I was sitting like my wife used to say to me that children are shouting, they are breaking, and you are not telling them anything, and <laughs> right. you just see them and you just laugh, and you see them and you just laugh. I say what I will tell them. I will, I I have to laugh because they are they are breaking these things, this thing, those things. Anyhow, mm-hmm. but also I was mentally very strong. Mm-hmm. I was mentally very strong. Mm-hmm. I see why you are mentally strong. Once you work hard. And what make you mentally strong, which I will say, I am always telling my youngsters, get up early in the morning, five o'clock. Once you will get up five o'clock in the morning, every day, five o'clock, you will get up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No five ten, no five five. Five mean five, get up. Once you get up these and you have this routine, it's mean. You are mentally so strong that you are leaving your bed when you're having that blankets on you and, this, and nice sleep yep. and you finish your sleep and you get up. I love that. Go this. for training. Mm. So this will
0: make you mentally strong. See, this decision will make you definitely strong. That's good. Well, like you give me a little bit of hope for myself. I'm not 5 a.m., I'm five twenty. But uh, hearing your words now, I've got to make myself go five a.m. <laughs> <Same thing. laughs> no, no, yeah. you said five AM. But CLC, said, said no, 5, be... Yeah, <laughs> five AM. <laughs> I love it. I love
2: it. You, That's uh, that, good. That was my time. That was my time. Because we used to go, we used to get up for prayer. We used to get up for prayer, early morning prayer. See, mm. I was very strong, delegated. And then even see in month of Ramadan. Month of Ramadan, we were mm-hmm. fasting. Yes. From morning to evening, we were fasting, and in that fasting, even it's too hard. We used to go and play. We used to go and train, which was very hard. But we, we I never felt. I mm-hmm. never felt that it is hard or I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. So these mm-hmm. these things will definitely make you mentally strong, physically strong. You are training. You are mm-hmm. training. Mm. Once you go for training, you are physically fit. You will also become mentally strong. Yeah. Once think, you
0: are mm. unfit, you will mentally weak. Mm. These are things. Yeah. Well, it sounds, sounds like your habits very early on, obviously waking up early, lots of dedication and training and repeating the same thing again and again. By the time you get to a match, the match can feel easy, can't it? Because it's all of your months of work. And then the match is what? One hour, two hours. And then it's like actually I can do this. So yeah, it sounds like your habits were were, were very very strong. And um, just on that, do you do you work with individual players? Do you do you try inspire like the teams, the Pakistan Squash Team? What is your involvement with squash right now? Then. Well, now I'm the now I'm the uh,
2: president of my province Khabar Pakhtun Squash Association,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm
2: the vice president with Pakistan Squash Federations. Nice. I have the Pakistan Air Force Academy in Peshawar. Mm -hmm. I am running that academy. I have about more than three hundred players, and I just go every day there. I see the boys are playing, and when I enter, I outside the courts. The players who are playing automatic when they see that I am standing, their speeds they got their speeds. They start playing more fast. Mm-hmm. They start playing more accurate. They knew that Kamar Zaman is watching us. <laughs> so this is their, uh, I have to do this. See, mm. but they still, they are not hard worker. Okay. They are not like me, like mm. me, like Jahangir or like John Shear.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, if, if I talk about John Shear, John is really trainer than even me
0: really was that's he? I'm saying. wow okay I don't know yeah. that yeah I obviously know him as a player I didn't really know his training he was so so, so yeah. if you look at Pakistani squash and it was a question I was going to ask later but I think let's let's talk about it now for a second um you know how how like what are your thoughts you've said that maybe the players don't work hard but you know where do you think Pakistani squash can get back to maybe where it was or close to where it was what's what's your opinion of it at the moment at the moment, I see that uh,
2: nowadays my juniors they are really work very hard with mobiles. Uh, <laughs> they are champion, world champion of mobiles. Nobody can beat them in the world because <laughs> the whole nights they are on mobiles, and when you are whole nights on the mobile, you cannot work in the morning. If you go train in the morning you will break yourself mm-hmm. see if you go for morning running then self-practice then evening game you are tired mm-hmm. your body need recovery at least six to seven hour because mm-hmm. you are young like our age okay eight to ten but mm-hmm. for youngster, at least six to seven hours they need recovery once your body recovered you can go for training much better but if you don't recover you sleep for 4 5 hour and you train 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 you will damage your system inside you will damage your muscles mm. you will never uh, be fit that is i will say Love it. you once you go for training you need proper food proper rest
0: mm. That's wise words, really wise words. I like that. World, world champion of the mobile phone, world champion of social media.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's
0: happens. Right.
2: <laughs> You see the children, they have the mobiles and they are, you, you tell them, you, uh, you, and you get a night on them, but they won't leave. Mm. You see, when uh, you, you try to see the juniors, their mobiles, two o'clock in the morning on. Not healthy, is it? Not, healthy for, it? The, not healthy for the mind or the body, eh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. See, if you're talking about Kamarzaman, I was getting up early in the morning when I was 15 year old. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping 9.30 when I was 15. I'm still, today, I got up early in the morning, 5 o'clock, I went to the ground, I was not running, but I walked for one hour and I nice. came back. Still, I'm, taking my dinner early and sleeping 930 this is my routine love it i will never break this my routine till that time i am mm. so th- mentally or uh,
0: so strong
2: then i am following my this
0: uh, schedule Brilliant. Well, very inspirational and it helps, helps me be more inspired to do, get my routine a little bit better in the mornings. I'm good, but sometimes Sorry. my evening's not so good. So I need to work on that, but um, <laughs> Kumar, I want to talk a little bit more about, um, about some of your playing days. So looking, especially at some of your rivals and, and I'm quite interested in, in, you know, your attitude and how you used to try and beat them, especially the more physical players. So, you know, yes, it sounds like you were fit and you trained hard and you were strong, but how did you try and and beat the, the players who are very, very physical, who could run after everything? You know, Jeff Hunt, Jonah, those guys. What did you use your mind and your hands to try beat them, do you think? See, when I, first time when I beat Jeff Hunt,
2: that was in British Open, I beat him in two hour and 17 minute match. Wow. Which was the last match after that time. Mm-hmm. And Jeff was... He was British, British Open champion. And I knocked him in quarterfinal. See? It was longest match. And... Because my game was different and Jeff game mm-hmm. was different. Jeff was a returning player. Mm-hmm. And I was a stoker player. And I was moving him. Mm-hmm. All around the court and he was picking up my ball all the balls see two hours, 70 minutes if you will calculate i run 10 miles he run 30 miles <laughs> okay nice nice because 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 why i run less because i was playing shots drop sidewall dodgy shots mm-hmm. and he was returning so he has to work more harder than me it's mean he was much fitter, fitter than me, and he was mentally strong also. Mm-hmm. He would, he wouldn't give up. He wouldn't give up mm. unless until the when I, I when I won the match, it was I I was finishing the ball. He could not do anything. Really, with finishing finishing ball. Mm-hmm. When you go and you get hit, Nick,
0: what he will do with the, that dead ball? Exactly. Mm, I love it. And how did you like two hours, 17 minutes, that that's phenomenal mind concentration. Were you, were you talking to yourself? What, 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 were some of the messages? Because maybe you started to doubt. Maybe you were like, I'm feeling tired. Is he feeling tired? Can you remember how mentally tough you might've been at that moment? Jesse, you,
2: I will definitely tell you when I beat him, I, after when I finished my match, they told me that you played two hours hour and 17 minutes. I didn't know that, okay. that I had played so long with him. I thought it is a normal match, maybe one hour or maybe 40 minutes or 45 minutes. I was so involved in the games. I could not uh, judge that I have played two hours and 17 minutes. <laughs> I realized after finishing my match that I played two, two hours and 17 minutes.
0: I love that. And that's that's like when, when I've done some stuff I and mean, you might have heard it when you're in, in the flow or in the zone where you, you lose sense of time, like time doesn't exist because you are so in the moment and you're just you're just purely focused on that. And, and yeah, it sounds like you've described it. And and I think it's quite interesting to maybe continue this because that was the the British Open where you beat Jeff in the 1975 final. And then you played um, your countryman, Gogi uh, Aladdin, in the uh, in the final what memories do you have of yes. playing the final against your countryman Gogi?
1: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with sleep number. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
2: You see, when I was playing final with him, and uh, we were both sitting in the Wembley uh, Arena restaurant, and people are coming to him, and they were telling him, Congratulations, congratulations, Gogi, congratulations, Gogi. Because Gogi was a much better player than me Mm -hmm. that time. And I was sitting and I was looking to them. They were not saying me anything, and they were everybody was congratulating him. They were thinking that the match is Gogi. Gogi have won it. Mm -hmm. Gogi is the new champion. And I was just sitting like that. And that time I had this wisdom tooth problem. See wisdom tooth. My face was swelling, and I could not eat that three four days. The food (laughs) I was only taking soups. And I was saying that. Nobody's telling me, uh, the conversation. Everybody is giving conversation to Gogi Lautin, and I beat him three state. <laughs> Rex Beldrimi, Rex Beldrimi, afterward, Rex Beldrimi written in his article in Time, and I still have that. That I had, I hit 36 winner shots. Wow, 36 winner shots. The match was at least one hour in that. 36 winner shots, which Gogi could not do anything. Because Gogi was mostly a law player. Mm-hmm. And I love to play with players who give me love, like like Jonah. Like Jonah. Mm-hmm. I played a BBC match with Jonah, Grandstand. It was the first time they were televising and I beat Jonah in 18, 15 minutes. Wow. Okay. Because Jonah used to lob. He mm-hmm. used to lob. And when he used to laugh, a ball was coming in my hand right or back. It would go kill, straight away kill. <laughs> because my control was a lot of control. Mm. So, and Jonah told me, Oh my God, you have finished the match so quick. The 30 minutes was television time. I thought, <laughs> I told him, I said, If I would
0: have taken long, maybe you could have beat me. Exactly. I just want to make longer game. <laughs> You, you You should have said to him I, I, i'm you're lucky it was eighteen, it was going to be twelve, but I was feeling kind to you on the day. <laughs> Could have finished them in twelve minutes <laughs> um so that's yeah. amazing so I, with 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 Gogi who's lobbing and you told me the tennis background and and playing with the ball with a little sticker on you know all of these yeah. skills you developed as a young kid is this what you think made you win that final, like the ability to play those skills from the volley Volley helped me a lot see because for, um, tennis
2: my volley was much better Mm. but it was not only that I did practice for that a lot Mm -hmm. I used to hit ball I used to hit ball on the red line length that red if I used to hit red line Mm -hmm. I want that red line when hit the ball should touch all again the red line service box
0: okay okay so, That's so for two controlling red lines.
2: Mm. two red line. When I see when you hit three four times, the ball gets warm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you hit on same level, the ball will go back. So then I I used to hit s- slower because I would I wanted to make sure that I should touch red line service line and ball come will come back and touch this service line red mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Right hand, backhand, both side. That will uh, without bounce line, red line, both side. Tuck with, without bars.
0: Yeah, yeah. See when
2: you when you uh, you have a control to hit red line, ten or twenty, fifty times, you can hit ball every everywhere, anywhere because the control will come in your hand.
0: Of course, that's amazing. So, I love that.
2: Yeah, this is these are things. See, these are and that's nobody have told me to do hit this red line. This end, I just Mm. this it was coming in my mind. I wanted to do something special. What should I do now? What should I do now? So it it I invent these things, Mm. new new things. Amazing. And which is which is uh, no, I'm telling everybody do this Mm -hmm. squash. See, they say squash like they have opened this um, coaching. Level one coaching, level two coaching, level three coaching, one book, two book, three book. There is only five shots in squash. Only five shots. And you have, you have opened three books for the (laughs) coaching. One shot is length. Second shot, cross. Third shot, sidewall. Mm-hmm. fourth shot drop, fifth shot lop. These five shots they have in squash court, only mm-hmm. five shots. You come to the court, it is not book. It is practically stand and hit the length, stand and hit the length 1,000 times every day. Right hand one thousand time, backhand one thousand time, front one thousand time, backhand front one thousand time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You, you hit these, your hand will get strength, your wrist will get strength, your mind will get strength.
0: Exactly.
1: You
2: you have you will have patience to stay on the court alone. Mm-hmm. See to mm-hmm. to stay on the court alone is very difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: If but if you playing with somebody he will give you shots and you go for nick if you play one hour it means you played half an hour because half hour he hit shot and half hour you hit shots yeah. it is not one hour I love like it if, if if me and jeff had played two hour match two hour match one hour i hit shots one hour jeff hit shots
0: there we go yeah yeah makes sense makes a lot of sense i love yeah. that so i mean,
2: I, I mean hmm.
0: But, yeah, well, I was gonna. I was gonna say, I was gonna. There's actually something. Two little things, very interesting, still about that. The, the British Open and the week there. So the first thing is is the is the tooth, is the wisdom tooth. I, I'm interested about that, and then also I'm interested about the final. But can you talk about the wisdom tooth? Was that obviously during the British Open? That must have been very difficult to play very good squash when your wisdom tooth is very sore.
2: Yeah, Jesse, I will tell you the pain I was having because I didn't know what happened to me. You know. You see that on the this was the last one and the face was my swelling and I could not oh, eat. I wow. could not eat honestly. That was all, all this week. And I did my operation after immediate, uh, when I finished my, this uh, match and I went to the doctor and he gave me some uh, tablets, used, eat for this for five days and come back. And then he operated it because mm. this was going, he uh, was the, uh, wisdom, truth was, uh getting on wrong way, wrong side. Wow. Wrong
0: side. Gee, so I did
2: that operation after my British Open there and I came back then Pakistan.
0: That's amazing. To be able to win the British Open, beat Jeff Hunt, beat Gogi in the final with that bad wisdom too. <laughs> that that's a lot in the mind, eh? <laughs> Lots of strong mind and, for that one. and in semi I beat Hidi Jan. Mm, wow. Can you remember Hard that match? Like, like like what happened in that match? Can you remember the semi-finals? Yeah, I beat Hidi three one. -hmm. He was hot hitter, and we used to play together. See,
2: we used to play together. And Mm -hmm. but the in the British Open, I was seeded eight. Wow. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I remember. I remember this uh, John Hopkins Daily uh, um, Sunday Times. He interviewed to the players. He asked Jeff Hunt. He asked Jeff Hunt that uh, you have a good chance to the win British Open. Mm-hmm. What you will say if you do not win, who you second? Jeff say, I will second Kenny Hisko. Okay. Then he say Okay, which you will third. Then he say third will be the Gogi Laudin. Then he asked him fourth. He said <laughs> Hidi Jahan. <laughs> okay. Fifth. Fifth Cam and then he asked him, what about this new chap, Kamar Zaman? Yep. Jeff said, I think he is a stoker player. We can handle him.
0: Wow, wow.
2: And same day when he lost me, to me, he, he went to the changing room to interview him and he was saying, Gosh, I'm not able to talk now. I'm shattered. I cannot <laughs> talk. She was so tight. She was so tight. Two hours, it 17 was, minutes of, of 30 nice. miles. Mm. <laughs> yeah that's that's something i I remember these all things
0: that's brilliant <laughs> i love these stories and um it sounds like obviously people were underrating you you know the press and maybe your the rivals your competition did this did this give you fire did this give you fuel to go i'm going to prove you wrong how was this for your mind when you heard these stories of people underestimating you yes 100 percent. you're right like i
2: told you i was sitting with gogi lauddin and people were coming him uh congratulation making shake hands. ah uh, knew it the gogi will beat and i and i was thinking in my heart okay gogi no problem when i went to the court <laughs> i will say i will never leave a ball yes. i will i played with the because when i beat jeff see, my heart was so big and mm-hmm. mine was got more stronger then i felt beating hidi and gogi so easy i thought they cannot beat me now
0: mm. the confidence. See, uh,
2: the big i i i beat a big chap world exactly. champion jeff mm. Hunt. Mm. favorite favorite and i if i can beat him in 270 minutes i can beat anybody that time amazing and i uh, that I'm was good. i was lucky also i was lucky also to become a champion i never I never thought that I will become a champion, mm. but I won. Uh, I become a
0: champion. You have, yeah, and you say lucky, but listen, it sounds. It sounds. I will always say thank Allah that uh, I become world champion. Mm. Well listen obviously you can thank Allah 4 for being healthy but then you did a lot of the rest as in the training the dedication the habits the all of that so obviously being healthy is a good start but then you did a lot of that afterwards which is which is amazing to see and, and just on that final just one little last bit I want to ask about that when you beat um Gogi 3 love what was the conversation like with him afterwards did you did you talk to him was he was he, he must have been really upset because he might have been thinking I've won and then you come and you beat him what 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 happened after the final out of interest? He was not upset. He was very upset upset <laughs> okay. because
2: he was never he was never thought one percent that he will lose to me. Hmm. Because he used to beating me. He was in Pakistan, he used to beat me. He, he was he was really stronger. But the way I played in British Open, I was just shoop, 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 boom 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 boom. I just <laughs> went through like that. Perfect. so i that's what I'm saying thanks allah that's
0: okay uh,
2: alhamdulillah that uh, i really uh, and i uh, Pakistan were losing the British open from last thirteen year and mm-hmm. I brought it back.
0: Amazing. I love that. And it sounds like it was just a perfect tournament. Everything fell into place. The minds, the body, everything, all the stories around it were, were perfect. And what's really interesting in, in that same year, you became world number one also. So how, how was that? Obviously, British Open champion. Amazing. You've got the title, but world number one in the same year. Can you share some thoughts and memories around that? Yes, I was world number one. I was world number one in then
2: 1975, then again in 1978. Mm-hmm. And I remained world number two for eleven years. You know that. <laughs> wow, wow! Number two position was too long, and I was the I was the only player who represented Pakistan nineteen years. I played; 19. my career was very long, and I played with three generations. I used to play where I went. I I got these uh, Hunt, Jeff Hunt, Jonah Barantang, Kenny Isco, and then second generation came. This uh, Ditmar. Mm-hmm. uh jangir uh rodney eyes rodney martin Gavin Brier. Mm-hmm. the second generation then third generation came john Sheer and uh, john Sheer and uh, other youngsters played uh, they came in so yeah. i had
0: experience to play with three generation amazing that's so cool so you, so when did you retire how old were you when you stopped playing professional squash well, I was thirty-seven, thirty-seven year old when I retired. It was 19, 1990. Wow, that's brilliant! And and retired just—did you, you get injured? How was your body? Did you did you your body last good, or was it starting to become quite difficult on the body? Yes, this
2: is a very good uh, question. You, see, you know, I uh, played in England. Uh, I I went to Canada, America. And then England, I we won the team championship. And I came to Germany. Mm-hmm. I was playing in Germany. I think it was in some village. And I lost in first round. Okay. This was after 19 years. I have lost first round in my career. Mm-hmm. And I was really very upset. The boy who beat me. He was very happy. I don't, Mm. I didn't know who is, who is this boy. Okay. And next day, I used, this is my habit. Jeff Hunt have this, also had this habit. Also, went to the, for breakfast very early. Seven o'clock, we used to go for breakfast.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I was having breakfast early in the morning downstairs and this player who beat me, he came. He came and I, he said, good morning, Mr. Zaman, good morning. I, say, I, I told him again, I said, well played, boy, you play mm-hmm. really well. And he, he went there and he took Syria and he came. He said, can I join you? I said, yes, please join me. And he said, um, I really played well. I said, of course, you have beaten Kamar Zaman. <laughs> I was, I think at that time, I was world number 12. Wow. Okay. That time, world number 12. Now I told him you beat Mister Zaman, so you must have played well. And he told me, he said, "You know, I'm so happy. I'm from New Zealand. I came here. My father has chocolate business in New Zealand, wow. so he sent me here in Germany to promote this chocolate in Germany. <laughs> so I was uh, I was doing this, and I saw this tournament going on. I put my name in pre qualifying, qualifying." And I played with you and I beat you Wow! and I'm surprised I could not sleep whole night. He said, uh, when he said I could not sleep whole night, I said in my heart, I said, I said, my God, I could not sleep also whole night because <laughs> losing to you, losing to you, to losing to you. I love that. That was my end. Okay. That was my end. From there I went to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Singapore Open. And when I went to Singapore Open, my first match was with Peter Hill, Singapore player. When I when I was going to the courts, my hand was shaky like this. Wow. And I was trying I was trying to catch and this and I used to hit what happened. Mm-hmm. But still it was pampering. I was, I thought, and the last tournament was in Pakistan, Pakistan Open, my name was there. Mm-hmm. So I beat him, I beat him 3-2 with a very difficult score. Mm-hmm. And I lost my second match, I think, I don't know to whom, Tristan Carroll mm-hmm. to whom somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I talked, I talked to, on telephone to my Pakistan Federation that I'm not playing Pakistan Open. No, 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 you have to play. No, no, your name is there. I said, no, I'm not. I doesn't want to lose from any youngster players anymore Mm -hmm. because I'm shaky now. I'm Mm -hmm. shaky. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, please, because your name is there. So I request them. I say, okay, I will play. But on one condition, that my first match should be with Jahangir Khan. Okay. They said, okay, agree. You play. But you play with Jangir Khan first match. They put my in the draw They put my match with Jahangir Khan, <laughs> and I definitely Jangir was too good that time. Sure, and he beats me. And on the court, I announced my retirement. Oh
0: wow, that was wow. Yes. That's an what amazing I, story. What a
2: retirement? What a retirement? Exactly. That's a, to Khan.
0: exactly like hey, listen. Well, it's kind of nice that you, that you could actually have some control over that and help yourself.
2: And Hashem 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 Azam Khan was there, and Hashem told me, he said, "How old are you are, Mr. Zaman?" I told him, uh, "Lala, Lala, I'm 37 year old." He said, "Oh, why are you are retiring? I won the British Open when I was 37 year old, and I." Continually, one seven year, I said, "I am not Hashim Khan,
0: I am Kamr Zaman." <laughs> <laughs> That's very humble of you, very very kind. Obviously, a Hashim is a yeah, bit of the godfather of squash as well. Um, and and that shaking yeah. of the hand, the shaking of the hand, was that? Do you think that was a a mental and nervous thing? Do you think, or was it physical? Why, why do you think that mental. Mental, mental. mental? mental. I I have the maybe
2: I lost. I don't know why I lost, but when he told me he. <laughs> I'm I'm here uh, on chocolate business. I thought oh he's selling chocolate and you know, chocolate and him. <laughs> the, le-
0: the least he could have done is give you some nice chocolate afterwards that, to say thank you.
2: That that that's that I kept in my, my my mind. See here I, I lose it. my uh, nerves. Yeah, and
0: then I just say I say enough, enough. enough. You, you lost, it's yeah. You, you lost to a chocolate salesman. You're like I can't lose to people who sell chocolate. <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> yeah, I was...
2: I was saying, he said, he said, I could not sleep all night. I said, <laughs> I said, if you could not sleep all night. I, I never told him, but I inside I said, exactly. you could not sleep because you and I could not sleep because
0: I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's one of the best stories I've heard. Um, so, Kumar, I've got maybe one or two more little questions. You've been, this has been so much fun. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, one question around maybe the, the, the last thing for the mind Um. You know, nervous nervousness, like getting nervous, and and people really they can't play because all of a sudden the mind is going so quick, and they're feeling really nervous, and their body is like this. Did you feel nervous before big matches? How, how did it, it, you know? What was your thoughts about having nervousness before matches? See, I have told you that since childhood,
2: in my career, I played maybe hundreds of tournaments. It was first time. That I went on nervous. I, I have never, never nervous. I have seen many players, mm-hmm. many English players, many Australian players, many Pakistani players. I, when I saw their hands, their hand was doing this shakies, you know, mm-hmm. but I was never afraid. I was always very confident, very mentally strong. And I never bother about that, that if I'm lose, one of my friends told me when I lost the British Open, he told me, oh, you know, you have lost the British Open. You know, I had read on the news, uh, BBC News that uh, Jeff Hunt retained his title and beat Zaman. Mm-hmm. I could not eat dinner that night. I told him, uh, I told him, bastard, you didn't eat dinner. I ate that day double dinner <laughs> after my losing. <laughs> so I didn't mind. Yeah, yeah. If I'm losing, if I'm losing to somebody, he must be played. He must be played well. Mm. I must played bad. He must be. If somebody is beating me, it means he is a better player. Mm, That's good. I like that. If he is not better than me, he cannot beat me. Mm, mm. If, like, I lost in first round, I thought that was that that day that he is not better than me, but I lost to him. That that made that made me affect. Mm. But uh, about this, uh, that my that nineteen year career, I was never got shaky, never mm. get nervous. Mm. I went very boldly. Even I injured, him. I'm sick. I used to play.
0: I love that. That's some really, really good lessons. And, and you know, what I'm hearing and, and reflecting back at the story you said, you know, as your childhood, the amount of hours, the, the the practice, the the dedication, waking up early, going to sleep early, you know, all of this, I think when you add it up over months and months and years, you know, the mind, the body, it's in a very good place, isn't it? Yes. amazing. This is a discipline. This is a discipline in your life.
2: You make, you make program for yourself and you stick on that program. One, two, three, four. Early rise, early sleep. That's it. No party, nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, no dinner. Till you are playing. Mm-hmm. When you finish, you have a lot of time to enjoy your life.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. And and probably my last question is is linked to that. Um in your your life at the moment. It sounds sounds fun, enjoyable, you know, like 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 can you can you reflect of what you've been doing in the last 10, 15, 20 years with your life? I'm very happy, very much. Alhamdulillah.
2: Thanks God. My children's grandsons, they are playing. Children are playing. Grandsons, they are playing very good. I'm uh, very happy. Uh, good life. Uh, involved still in the squash. Active. Go to squash. Uh, go to the ground every day. I'm going to squash court every day. Uh, somebody have told me. If you're going I say I'm going for even five minutes, I want to hear the squash ball voice up. Mm-hmm. If it comes in my it comes in my ear, I'm satisfied, yes, I have listened
0: to the squash voice. That's Brilliant. it. Wow. That's such a beautiful, beautiful way to put it. Just the sound of that ball. And you, you know, all these years later, what you've done in the minor hours, it looks like you haven't lost the love for the game. You're smiling. You're passionate. You've got some amazing stories. Um, This has been a very, very big treat for me. And, and, and Kumar, if there's anything I've missed, is there, is there a story I've missed? Is there anything that I haven't talked about that you maybe want to share? If there isn't, that's fine. But does any other stories from your days of playing come to mind?
2: Well, see, that's it. these are the things which, which I told you, working hard with the delegation, with the hard work, and uh, like uh, once I went to Australia, I went went to Australia, I saw Jeff there, and I told Jeff, Jeff, my God, you're keeping very fit. He said, yes, Mr. Zaman, the day I left my rackets, I have cut down my half food. Okay. And I told him I did same thing. The day I left my racket, I have doubled my food. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was, because, I never used to take lunch when I was playing. But when I when I give up squash, then I start even taking lunch, but not heavy lunch, but light lunch. So Jeff was in my squash career. He Jeff Hunt was a very gentleman squash player. Mm-hmm. I really salute him and Jonah. Jonah Barrenting, they were very nice to me, very helpful to me. I used to go to Jeff's house. He used to take me for dinner, his wife, Riza. She used to make nice curry In for us. Rice. And similar Jonah, very nice to us. And really, I'm really very happy. And nowadays, when I just left squash, I will, I will also... Uh, give one character definite. I will. I wouldn't stop to saying this. The gentleman, Jimmy Maddox, mm. Jimmy Maddox is. He have the new story of squash and my pictures. See, mm-hmm. I have. I, with what I forgotten things he brought up. Amazing. So he make he make another life to the squash. Uh, the different players, uh, Jahangir, John Sher, Jeffrey, Jonah, mm-hmm. these, and uh, I'm so happy that he has introduced my squash to the youngsters, youngsters, because the youngsters, maybe they've, they've they have forgotten, and they heard the names, yes, Zaman was the champion, but they didn't know what style Zaman was playing. mm mm-hmm. So it is. Uh, I will. I will definitely give to credit. Go. I am giving to Jimmy Medic always.
0: Brilliant. That he is. He is. He is promoting squash in the right way. He is. It's lovely. And and yeah, listen. I, I I was aware of you, but yeah, obviously the younger generations maybe not. And hopefully this recording, when when I put it in the app and people listen, maybe some people who have never heard of you will will be able to hear and hear these amazing stories. Um. So yeah, and yeah, that, and listen, so, Karen. That's it. That's that's what I'm saying. You know,
2: it's then. See, they will be very happy to. They they have heard, but they haven't listened. They haven't seen my games because mm. that time was uh, maybe video was V. There there was videos, but mm. very few matches
0: were on the they have on the record. I think. Yeah. Do you record? Do you have any videos of yourself? Do you do you have? Can you or not? Is it hard to find?
2: I, I I didn't have any videos. I got two three videos from when the Jimmy Maddox have uh, uh, mm. put on the screen. Yes, and I got it. I I was I was really when I was reading that and when I was watching that, I I felt very happy. Oh, Amazing, my God! Ah, then I show to my children, see see your father's speed, see <laughs> your father's shots. <laughs> I, I see one thing more. When you will get ball on your right hand, in your hand, right hand or back hand. Hidi told me it is in 9-all and you are going for Nick. Mm-hmm. For God's sake, 9-all, don't go for Nick. You will hit the 10 and you lose the match. <laughs> I told him I will lose the match 10 times. But if ball will come in my hand, I will go for Nick. I won't go for Rilly because that ball meant for Nick
0: love it that's such a great way to put it man and well that again what a beautiful way to to start to kind of yeah like wrap up this conversation this has been so much fun i'm definitely going to let jamie maddox know that we've had this conversation i think you'll really enjoy it um and yes kumar <laughs> when i put this out into the world i'll let you know and it's been an absolute treat thank you so so much today i've absolutely loved this and take care of yourself and hopefully we'll keep in touch in the squash world and thank you very much
2: Yazid, yes, thank you very much And it was nice of you to have this interview with me. Thank you. Goodbye.